Do you smell what the rock is cooking? podcast brother and sister we are here once again tree hill wrestling federation podcast where we are the only podcast in the history of the galaxy maybe even the wwe universe in the one tree hill universe that amalgamates those two entities together which is one tree hill and professional wrestling because normally when you have a one tree hill podcast that's all they fucking talk about is one tree hill or if you listen to wrestling podcasts that's all they talk about is wrestling they might talk about a few other things occasionally but the basis is wrestling so why not take two things that everyone has there's an equal basis Let's take two things that everyone has, either a One Tree Hill podcast or a wrestling podcast, and just amalgamate those together. And that's what we have. It's like we're holding hands. We're holding hands. And I also (laughs) am giving the nation salute to our relationship. And I've got my middle finger up like, fuck you, (laughs) in your nation salute. (laughs) (laughs) The nation salute for our wonderful This is my Stone Cold Steve Austin salute. (laughs) That's your Stone Cold salute. You got to give the double bird sometimes. I do it all you know, the time. You got to do the double bird. That's the stone cold salute. Me when I'm driving and someone cuts me off. Yeah, Fuck stone you. cold salute <laughs> right up there. Open up a can of whip ass. That's what you're going to do. <laughs> so we are here for episode 18. Finally. Which, yeah, to wish impossible rings or things if you're a One Tree Hill fan. This episode for one tree hill and wrestling was a fucking ride yeah it was wild and a half it was wild it was a ride i'm drinking fucking tequila right now because like i can't yeah i couldn't with this episode i was like there's so fucking much i need a drink a lot going on but it's just drama around every corner which i love i love drama why do you think i'm starting to really like one tree hill because i love drama just like when you watch wrestling there's drama you're kind of extra drama all the time i love drama i don't have drama in my own life i don't have time or need for drama in my life but you like to pay attention to other people's drama. man when i see other people's drama i'm all over that shit dude like I watched soap operas back in the day. Like me and my mom will watch Young and the Restless together, and I actually learned the characters. Like uh, uh, Victor Newman it was played by Eric Braden. Uh, he was on that show for like seventy five years. No shit. Uh, <laughs> there's another guy. Seventy five yeah. years. And there's another guy named Paul. His character's name was Paul, and he was a cop. But he was on the show shoot for like forty or fifty years. Ah. Yeah, like from young to very, very old. I didn't have cable till I was 12, so. Young and the Restless is still on when you were 12. I know, but 
I kind of thought that shit was lame. I mean, it was lame. <laughs> That's the thing. It was pretty lame. I'm not lame. like a soap opera girly. Uh, it is lame, but it's like, I don't know. There's something entertaining about it. I can't even quite put my finger on it. It's like wrestling where it's all scripted. The drama is completely unreal to it's, what it is. It's how they have those like dramatic moments and the music changes. Like One Tree Hill kind of has that going on right now. Where sure. it's the, yeah. they get that dramatic music going on. The crying music with the piano and it's like and it's slowly like, played and shit. It's so fucking cheesy. Yeah, dude. But there's a... And funny. But there's like, you know, I don't know what it is. There's an acceptance of like this hilarious thing that yeah it's not that good but we love it for what it is there's a million things that are better than it like acting wise and like that kind of shit wise but like you appreciate it for what it is yeah right you don't watch it thinking you're gonna see the serious show that's like you know gonna do these things it's more about just enjoying it for the entertainment value i want to be entertained that's why i watch wrestling (laughs) You want to be entertained, so you watch One Tree Hill. I love One Tree Hill. Now we can amalgamate all of that, and now we watch both, and we are entertained by both because we're into it and we understand. We get the characters and the storylines and everything. Yeah, sometimes wrestling still confuses the fucking shit out of me. But I'll explain everything. That's the thing. I've been explaining everything, not keeping you in the. Well, I kept you in the dark about a couple of things. Like Shawn Michaels fucking relinquishing his world wrestling federation championship Shawn michaels is a pussy in your words that is quote aaron a fucking pussy Shawn michaels pussy. is a fucking pussy hard p pussy man yeah he took his uh he didn't even take his belt he he gave up but his you know belt what? bret hart was too what up, for what? like 20 fucking minutes why was bret hart a pussy Okay, he because he was like, "Fuck this! Yeah. I haven't gotten my shot yet. Fuck you! Fuck this! This is annoying. I'm done. Fuck this! Whatever. I'm done. I'm done. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. And then he like comes back and is like, "J.K." <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, you were a fucking pussy too." And guaranteed, if Bret Hart had stayed quit. Shawn Michaels wouldn't have quit. You think so? How think so. how like legitness wise do you think this knee injury is? I don't think it's fucking legit at all. Do you think he's having some issues may, with it? He may have some issues with it. Yeah. But I think it's like like earlier, I was playing with Flynn and I did something weird and it kind of bugged my knee a little bit. Right. But yeah, it kind of whatever, and I'm going to be gentle with it for the next few days, but that doesn't mean I'm going to fucking quit walking for the rest of my life because I hurt my knee. Like, fuck off. This is bullshit. <laughs> Get over it. Put an ice pack on it. You're good. Put a fucking Z pack on it, and let's call it a day. Wrestling fans will understand that reference. Final four, February 16th, night. 1997 from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Spell Chattanooga for me real quick. <sighs> Fuck that shit. Spell Chattanooga for me real quick. No. Spelling test. No. Aaron Kosker, spell the word Chattanooga. Would you well, like I to hear it? I can see it on your Would fucking... Would you like to hear it in a sentence? 
I don't even want to. Would you like the definition? <laughs> Shat. <laughs> Shat. Shat. Anuga. Shat a nugget. Shat a nugget. <laughs> Shat a nugget, Tennessee. There we go. All That's the better. people from there are going to be like, fuck you. And I'm going to be like, you know what? I live in Chilliwack, so yeah, <laughs> it's, we have not corn. That, it's not we, that much better. We have corn and yeah, people make fun of us all the time. We so have streets called Lickman Road and Lakakakwe. <laughs> Annis Road. Annis Road. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, it is a good time. Uh, yeah, Shat a Nugget, Tennessee, and I think every time WWF runs Chattanooga, it's now officially Shat a Nugget, Shat Tennessee. A nugget. Shat a Nugget, Tennessee. That sounds great. I oh, love it. It's great. I love That's it. That's how I'll remember shit. It's good. First match of the night: Wild Man Mark Bone, Bone Marrow, Marrow against yeah. Nissan Leaf Cassidy in the opener. Sable comes out. I didn't even see Mark Merrill. I just saw Sable and tits were out. I didn't fucking care. Tits Her tits aren't that great. They're all right. I've seen better. Oh, I've seen better for sure, but. Come. And she's got like these weird sunglasses on that yeah, really what did, she did wear? not these dark suit her sunglasses. face. I don't really. They did not suit her face. And you're inside. Sable's future is so bright that Sable wears sunglasses at night. Yes. Doubt it. You think how on a scale of one to ten, how often do we see Sable on television? I mean, we see her more than that other bitch. What? uh, Marlena? No. The other one. What other bitch? The other one that I hate. Sunny. Yeah. Yeah, we only see Sunny periodically. But in like 97, later, 97, 98, you see them a lot more. You would not believe how much you see Sable come 1998. Okay. The thing that I hated, especially in this episode about Sable. Okay. Okay. This fucking bitch, this see you next Tuesday, goes and distracts this man. Right? <laughs> this man, Nissan Leaf This Cassidy. man. Yes. And then he's like, fuck you. And he's kind of getting in her face a little bit because he's like, you're the one that's being a fucking bitch and distracting everyone and making this such a difficult thing and fucking me over. Mm -hmm. And then she slaps him. She fucking slaps him. She fucking slaps him and starts causing shit. And it's like, you know what? I hate this fucking bitch. Get her off my TV screen. She, yeah, she hauls off and fucking decks Leaf, and then he like grabs her by the wrist and shit, and he like starts pulling her. I'd be fucking pissed and off he too. He was pissed, and then fucking Wild Man out of nowhere with the suicide dive <sighs> and gets him back in the ring. And uh, Cassidy also had Marrow in a submission, and Sable pushed the rope closer so yep. Marrow could grab the rope to break the submission. Fucking hate this bitch. So apparently, this is a face team here. Marrow face, Sable face. That is two major heel tactics right there. Yeah. They're fan favorites, so to speak. But you'll see going on later this year, not so much Sable, but Marrow's definitely going to have some character changes. Fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Let's just say he won't be the wild man forever. Mm. He will be someone else. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah, because his he's annoying. Do you ever you ever uh, wonder about some of these character changes that happen sometimes? So, for a perfect example, uh, flying nuns. We saw the flying nuns. <laughs> fucking stupid. Right? But they dropped that. Said that's fucking stupid. Yeah. After one, after like, one, literally one, one episode, episode that we talked about them. One episode. That's it. And now they're the headbangers. So they realized it was stupid. They pivoted. Pivot. And they went to the headbangers. So now they're the headbangers after being the flying nuns for one week. Mm -hmm. Yes. So what were you going to say? What was I going to say? I don't don't know. know. You're high. Yeah, totally. (laughs) She's a cheating bitch, basically. She's cheating. And apparently she's a face. But she's not. Mm. And Mark Marrow, Bone Marrow, Wild Thing win. Yeah, he won by cheating. Yep, yep. Fucking bullshit. He helped out. He hits his wild thing, shooting star press, and that's one, two, three right there. Game Bull over. Shit. Wild man Mark Merrill with the win. Cheating bitch. But do you see how much the crowd, there's starting to be inklings now where the crowd is going to start cheering more for Sable than they will for Merrill? Mm. Because titties. Legit. Oh my god. Because titties. Marrow doesn't have titties, or he does, but they're not great. Sables are. So the mm. crowd will start cheering her more. They cheered Marlena more than Goldust or Triple H at the Royal Rumble. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Right? <laughs> they cheered her every time she got on camera, but they did not care about the match. No, they really didn't. Right? So don't you think that something like this can happen where people are just kind of get sick and tired of Mark Merrill and be like, this guy's a fucking loser, but we love Sable. Maybe he gets jealous about that. Who knows? And then she's like, fuck you. I'm done with your shit. Right. But who says Sable's never going to get in the ring and actually fight? I actually have a match. Do you think she'll have a match one day? I don't know. I don't think she could do it. I don't know. I think if she did, she'd fucking get her ass kicked. Really? I'll do it. I'll kick her ass. Oh, wow. Fighting words, hey? Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you know that uh, today she is married to Brock Lesnar? What? Really? Yep. Sable's current day 2023 husband in shoot life is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. They're married. Weird. Yeah. I never would have pictured that. My client. Oh, fuck off. The rain. Shit. Defending. No. Undisputed. Every headache now. Champion of the world. Brock Lesnar. Wow. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I think I'm going to need a new mic after that one. We have a <laughs> stupid Psycho Sid oh, promo. He's fucking unhinged. Unhinged. <laughs> Every guy in the final four match, because at the main event of this show, final four. It is Brett. It is Vader. It is Taker. And it is this man, Psycho Sid. And they're all getting their own promos before the match. Sid's is a backstage promo. Where he says, Tom! And that's about it. 
Yeah, that's all you can understand. He's basically like unhinged Ahmed. He's like tall Ahmed with ramen noodle hair. And he's fucking unhinged. Yeah, but Ahmed's pretty unhinged too. Just yeah, in like a way where he like, I hate these guys. I have to go after them all the time. But his song makes up for it. Right? The fucking thonginator. Love it. Yeah. Shit. So Ahmed wasn't even at this show. No. He wasn't even I on the card. On thong watch. So they had this fucking triple threat match. Or sorry, a six man tag match. Yeah, this was between weird. Bart Gunn. Fucking Pimp Daddy and the Hose with Scissor Bitch's brother and the Chicken McNugget. That was a weird yeah. combo. Interesting three person team there with Gold Dust, Bart, and Flash Funk against We are the nation of domination. It's nation salute time. I fucking hate them so we much. We are the fucking nation. And don't tell me to put my arm down. <laughs> I need like a stick to whack you with every time you put your fist up in the air like that. By any means necessary. Funk, gun, gold dust against the nation of domination was consists of Savio Vega. Jailbird Crush and Farouk the Farik. Flash Funk's entrance takes a little while, doesn't it? I think it's longer than Fuck. Undertaker's entrance. And it's more <laughs> annoying. Very annoying. Like, get over your dancing. We don't care. We don't give a shit. Yep. Just hurry it the fuck up and get off the stage. Yep. Go get yourself out of there, you know, beat up. I'm just, I'm over it with this guy. Yeah. And you're surprised that you're actually cheering for fucking Chicken McNugget in a match. <laughs> you want Gold Dust to win. Well, I hate the fucking nation bitches. But I never thought I'd hear you say that you're going for Gold Dust. Why? No. Didn't seem like somebody that you would like ever. It's not that I like the dude, mm -hmm. but I don't hate the dude. Right. Okay. You know? Same with fucking Scissor Bitch's brother. I don't hate him. Right. He's just kind of neutral. Sure. Okay. They're kind of in my neutral zone. Okay. Neutral zone. Is that your, uh, you're going to put wrestlers in your Aaron's neutral zone? Is that what you're going to do? I have my people I love zone. Yeah. My neutral zone. Like, they haven't won me over, Definitely but I don't. They haven't lost it yet. They haven't, like, totally convinced me that i hate them yet sure and then there's the people that i fucking hate and yeah, just like can we like cut them <laughs> like can we fast forward when they're wrestling please that is the beauty of wrestling is that they're good heels they make you hate them yeah but who's a heel that i love Br british bulldog's a heel. oh tassel boots <laughs> i love him british so bulldog's much. a heel oh, i didn't know that yeah Owen Hart's a heel. They're a heel tag team. Oh, I love yeah. them. They're but we great. love them. That's They're the so thing. Good. As we're getting to a point now where faces and heels don't matter almost as much because people are just going to like who they like. And yeah, whether love... they want you to cheer for them or not, that's the thing. People just decide what they want to decide and cheer who they want to cheer for. Yeah. 
And I think it's way better that way. But it is hard to have a face dynamic, a face heel dynamic in a match like that. Because back in the 80s, when you had that face heel dynamic where every match was a face versus a heel, not a heel versus a heel or face versus a face. But then you see like certain people that never wrestle each other because they're both faces. Sure. Yeah. But eventually, what if one of their character changes and they turn heel and then they can have matches against each other? Yeah, I don't know. I just think that that is, I don't know. I think it's kind of dumb. We'll see going forward. Chicken McNugget with Bart Gunn and Flash Funk. It's so funny. At the beginning of this match, Farouk grabs the mic like he wants to say something before the match, but he bobbles it, and it's not getting any sound either. Yeah. So he just drops it, and then he just gets fucking jumped by the other team. So he doesn't, so even, he doesn't even get to cut his promo, whatever Good. he was going to say. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, right. We get a spike pile driver and... <laughs> I love how uh, Jerry the King Lawler says to JR to be unbiased, which King is the least unbiased announcer in like wrestling history. Beyond. <laughs> oh, yeah. Annoying. And fucking the nation won on a leg drop, a leg drop finish. Mm. Just the fucking leg drop. I hate them. And they won. <laughs> I hate them. NOD wins, LOL. <laughs> Again. Oh my god. Like, nod. Yeah, nod. Fuck. Exactly. Stupid pieces of shit. The nod. The nation of domination. The nod. Then we get a stout coat promo. Doesn't really say anything of much sustenance, but it's a stone cold promo, and he's kinda gonna be the best promo in the company, like for a while. Every time Stone Cold Steve Austin cuts a promo, you want to listen because you're going to love what he has to say because oh, he's so awesome because all he talks about is beating the shit out of people. That's literally all he talks about is being the champ and fucking beating the shit out of people. Yeah. That's it. That's all he talks about. And that's all he needs to talk about. We get the Thursday Raw Thursday rematch for the Intercontinental oh, Championship. Okay. The Pebble giving the rematch to Hunter Hurst. Yeah, because fucking Diz Prince is a fucking bitch. And he's like... Everybody's a bitch tonight. He's like, no, this can't happen. He can't win. I have to be the champion. Fuck you, Diz Prince. Let someone else have a turn. Shut the fuck up. Like, what is with these rematches? Oh, I lost my fucking title. Yeah, but the thing is... But I can't handle that shit. It's not just that. It's if you're a champion, you have the title for a long time and you lose it. It's like, you've had it for a while. You're the most like competent competitor because you've had the title for a long time. Wouldn't you think that they at least deserve a rematch after losing it to see if they can get it back and if they can't win that then they don't get a title immediately give it like a couple episodes like when they're like no i need it now it's like you know that like thing where it was like i don't know if you remember this or would have known about this but like there's this guy that's like I want it now. I want cake now. Remember, oh, it was that thing. Yeah, it was the like football player thing, but it was someone dubbing their yeah, voice over it. was the it. NFL bad lip reading. It was so fucking yeah, funny. But that's dude. what it sounds like is he's like, no, I want the rematch now. Yeah. 
Fuck off. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Bad lip readings. Greatest thing ever. So he's got his rematch against rookie Maya Villa over here. He's got a perm in his hair. He's got a perm in it. I hope it's not permanent. Wow. Thank you. I'll be here three, four, and five. I have shows all night. <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler. What a saint. Why? Ew, I don't like him. <laughs> he says that... I don't like a lot of people. You don't like a lot of people, but you like some people too, so some. that's the main thing. But he says that uh, Rocky Johnson, who is The Rock's dad, mm-hmm. says <laughs> at their house they have rabbit ears on their TV. No fucking ears. stupid. And he has to get the results phoned in to him at home. And then he also asks, hey, where's Peter Maivia watching this pay-per-view at? Peter Maivia is dead. Wow. Another I gold, hate this guy. Another gold dust match means what? More glitter all over the ring. Yes. And outside the ring. I thought he was wearing like a Band-Aid on his shoulder. <laughs> no, it's just gold dust glitter. Rocky glitter juice. Glitter juice. There's more glitter juice everywhere. He almost inside cradle. So when Rocky beat Triple H for the title on Thursday, Raw Thursday, he caught him with a quick inside cradle. A little small package. One, two, three. That's it. It can happen just that fast. You lose the title just like that. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he goes for that move again in this match. Tries mm-hmm. it again, but only gets the two count. Okay. Yep. Now, where do you think Rocky Maivia gets his haircuts from? Do you think he goes to Magic Cuts? Does he go to Sweeney's? Does he go to Tommy Guns? I don't think Tommy Guns or Sweeney's would have existed back then. But in today's context, where does Rocky Maivia get his haircut? I don't know. Supercuts? Bill's Barbershop? I think he'd go somewhere a little bit more fancy. Like where? Like I don't know. Like uh, a European day spa. (laughs) Go to European day spa. That's where he goes. Gets a mani pedi while he's there too. They've got quite the. uh, I've been there for like massages and stuff before, and their little like loungy area is very extra and very like yeah, very rock. Yeah, I feel that too. It's awesome. But looking at his haircut and what he actually got, looks like he got it done at Petcetera or PetSmart. He went to a pet store to get his haircut. <laughs> Look at that fucking... I don't even know what you call that thing on his head. I've seen worse hair. I've seen worse hair too, but it's pretty... Especially on wrestling. Yeah, but it's pretty fucking bad though. It's not that bad. It's not. It's honestly not that bad. It's not that great. He hits the second time he's hit his lay in the SmackDown DDT, his little float over, roll over DDT. Still kind of not so crisp with it yet, but he'll get there. Then Gold Dust, seemingly uh, being attracted by all the glitter juice around the ring. He feels like he needs to come back and distract Hunter Hearst Helmsley from the pebble in this match. Mm-hmm. And what happens? German suplex from behind. One, two, three. Boom. The pebble retains here. It's pretty crazy. 
Goldust is still out here, though, and obviously him and Triple H are still at odds. They had their match at the Royal Rumble. Neither well, yeah, Triple H, Triple H fucking threw his wife, Diz Prince, <laughs> threw his wife. At Mark Merrill. Yes. Yes. But, yeah, so obviously. After trying to kidnap her. After trying to kidnap her, correct. So, obviously, they're at odds here, not really too happy with each other. If someone threw me at another man, <laughs> like, you know. And then they threw me into you. Yeah, like. Would you not want to defend my honor and Absolute, be at odds with that person? Absolutely. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You got me there. You're right. But after the match, we get a debut or a debut. A debut. As, as, as Matt Riddle would say. <laughs> debut. A debut. A debut from this. Who is this person? I have She's, no idea. This woman, apparently. Starts choking Marlena from the crowd, and she's got her fucking arms. Pipes. Her arms were bigger than my thighs, yeah, and I got dude. some fucking thunder thighs, girl. She's got fucking biceps for days. Okay, mm-hmm. she is jacked, and we don't know who this fucking person is. No, idea. we don't have a name. We don't have any idea who she is. She's just here, and she's choking the shit out of fucking Marlena. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jim Ross. Where's that woman? Is that even a woman? I don't even know. So apparently she's so buff that she looks like a man. I don't know. You could see her hair. And I could was, see her she hair. Had long hair. I mean, sure. She had like a little more. She had masculine kind of features. It's the arms that looked the most arms masculine. Stuff, but, but, on it, but they kind of ran with it at the beginning. They're just like, we don't know if it's a woman or a man. Yeah, oh, God. It's ridiculous. But... That's 1997, dude. But eventually, I guess. Are we going to find out who this woman is? Yes, we will find out who this woman is. And her name is China. <laughs> oh, God. China. 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 I love my China. That was Sean's like. I have to have my China. Her name is China. And China I'm like, all the time. China. China. <laughs> China, China. I love my China. We got China here, but we don't know that yet because the announcers and everybody don't know who she is. Goldust wants her thrown in jail. And the announcers have no clue who this mystery woman is. Mm-hmm. But I already know. It's China. But we're going to figure that out pretty quickly here so it's not really much of a spoiler because you'll get it anyways soon enough but yes the very first appearance of china Mm -hmm. china oh my god vader has a backstage promo oh fuck this guy and stone cold steve austin you have a gator butt fucking weirdo what this guy, like, okay, so this, like, final four. Yeah. He is the most out of place, like, dude for this, I feel so like. So true. I couldn't agree with you more. Like. What, which uh, one of these is not like the other? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck's sakes. I'm like, no, yeah. this guy doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I feel like because now 
We're seeing less mankind, like a lot less. You're seeing less mankind, yeah. Which is nice, thank God, but... Enjoy it while it lasts. Fucking his fucking little pussy bitch needs to still get his screen time and annoy the fuck out of Paul everyone. Yeah. yeah. He still needs to get his fucking screen oh, time yes. and annoy the fuck out of, out of everyone. So he attaches himself to this motherfucker, yep. and he's like, you're the reason I'm going to get screen time now. And he's like... Fucking creeping in the background because he's a fucking weirdo. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, can we just get rid of all of these fucking weirdos? Uh, no, wrestling is full of weirdos and misfits. But let's get like ones that are actually like funny, yeah, like or badasses or people that like like to fuck shit up in like a different way or yeah, right. fuck with people that I actually like but are actually entertaining. Yeah, just you wait, dude. Just you wait. Oh my god, I'm so excited for the rest of this year and especially 98. Like 98, if you're not a fucking wrestling fan after 1998, you'll never ever like wrestling cuz it is like the best year. It's so good. <laughs> It's so good. You're going to love it. Like I said, it's not all good. There's a lot of bullshit, but there's so much entertaining shit. So much there. Hmm. You're going to love it. I swear. We'll see. Time will tell. Doug Furness, Philip LaFawn against... Fucking... No, they're the Pokeball Bros. They're the Pokeball Bros now? Yeah. Because they have little Pokeballs on their tights. I know it's the yin and yang fucking weirdo shit. But every time I look at their undies, I'm like, it looks like there's fucking Pokeballs on their undies. Pokeball Bros. I mean, it's better than lame fucks. Just Pokeball Bros. Yeah. That's what they are. But that's the thing is that they don't have character. No. Like, they're fucking so stupid that's, and lame. That's What's all, the point? Yeah. That's all you know about them is that they wrestle their names and they have Pokeballs on their tights. That's it. That's it. What, what else do you know about them? Yeah. Right? Nothing, nothing. Nothing. And they keep getting tag team title shots here. Yeah. Fucking why? Like why them? Yeah. Why them? Give it to the headbangers. Like, just find people that are actually worth while for that. Yeah. Don't try and take it away from my love, Tassel Boots and Owen. Don't take it away from them for some fucking lame weirdos. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Pokeball Bros are not it. Yeah, they're not, really. They don't talk. They don't have charisma. They just wrestle and have Pokeballs no. on their fucking trunks. They're not worth my time. You got to catch them all. They're not worth Tassel Boots and Owen's time and energy either. Fair enough. Guess you got to catch them all, brother. Owen and Bulldog, best tag team in wrestling. They're so cute. They're awesome. Them. They're hilarious. We love them. They're great. Um... We'll get a good amount of time with these guys. I will tell you that we will get a good amount of time with these guys. Good, because every yeah. time that they come on and it's like, oh, this is like a match for the title. It's like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't no. want them to lose it. Don't you fucking dare. Yeah. I will riot. <laughs> like Paramore. Front <laughs> flip. 
bully dog here, tassel boots, fucking doing front flips again in the middle of the match just because he can. Then things get a little dicey here between Bully and Owen. So oh Owen God. and Bully have been on a bit it's of a... Tassel Boots. I know. I call him Bully, Bulldog, whatever I want. You call him Tassel Boots. That's your name. I call him Tassel Boots sometimes if I want to, but I can call him whatever the fuck I want. Tassel Boots. <laughs> so Owen, he accidentally spin kicks British Bulldog. So he's going for... Furnace misses, hits Bulldog. Bulldog obviously well, it, pissed. It wasn't exactly like he missed. No. It was more the other fucking weirdo. He moved out of the way. He moved out of the out of the way. Yeah, he missed uh Furnace and then hit Bulldog with the spin kick. Bulldog and Owen have having a bit of a rough ride lately, not really getting along and too well. And you know, these these little things like that. I could see, like, it's an accident. Sure. Same with, like, when fucking Shawn Michaels and Sid. With the sweet chin music. Yeah. Yeah. It's an accident. Happens a lot in wrestling. But it it does happen a lot. (laughs) But, like, I'd love to see it if one day they're like, oh, man, I'm so sorry. And they're like, hug it out. Just hug it out. Yeah. It's fine. It was an accident. I still love you, bro. Sure. Yeah. Hug it out. Yeah. That eventually happens with oh, some teams. With some teams, <laughs> that eventually happens. <laughs> but Bulldog gets up after this spin kick that mm-hmm. he got decked with, and he's not happy. And then fucking Owen slaps Bulldog in the face. Yeah, that Heart was... Hard slap. Ooh. And then Bulldog clotheslines Owen. I felt like this was going to turn into a match like them against each other all oh, of a sudden. yeah. But then they're like... No, we got to kick these guys' asses. No, we got to kick these guys' asses first. And so uh, LaFon comes in, goes for the cover, but Bulldog, after literally clotheslining and causing this pinfall to Owen, Bulldog comes back and breaks up the pin. Yeah. Helps his brother out again. He's like, no. He's like, no, it's for the greater good. We got to do this. And then fucking Bulldog had the match won. He's got fucking... I can't even remember his furnace and Lafon. They're so nameless between the two. I couldn't put the names to the faces because Pokeball Bros. Pokeball Bro, one and Pokeball Pokeball Bro two. Yeah. Yes. One guy with long hair. One guy with short hair. I don't even. Pokeball Bro two <laughs> is up for the power slam. The running power slam. Bulldogs finish. He's gonna hit it, but then Owen comes on the apron and hits him in the back with the fucking Slammy Award. DQ finished, ding, 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 it's over. So, yes, once again, Owen has saved the titles for Owen and Bulldog, but they lost again by disqualification <laughs> or count out. Third what, time in a row. Third match in a row they've done this. And Bulldog's not happy once again, and rightfully so. He oh, had yeah, the match he's won. Pissed. He hits the move. If yeah. Owen just stayed out, he would have hit the move and got the three, and that would have been over. Mm-hmm. But Owen had to have the last laugh and get them disqualified again. Either way, they do keep the titles. Yeah. But then fucking Tassel Boots breaks Owen's slammy. I mean. Fucking smashes it into two pieces. I would have done the same thing in that situation, That's probably. A slammy, okay? I would have done the same thing. That is a slammy. That is a legendary piece of wrestling history. I damn it, would have done the same thing. 
can't believe he did that. I'm on Tasselboot's side here with that. They got to glue it back together. At least Bulldog's <laughs> got to do that for super him. Super glue. He's got to fucking super glue it back together at the very least. Oh, God. Then we get an Undertaker promo where the lights are a little burnt out. Yeah. A little dark. Yeah. And he goes on about rest in peace. So he's going to beat some people up, fuck shit up. You yeah. know, your typical Taker Normal. promo. You know. Just take her things. Yeah. It's like one of those like just girly things. It's like Undertaker like beating the shit out of you. Just take her things. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just take her things here at Final Four. And we have the main event. And it is Undertaker versus Brett. The Hitman Heart versus Vader versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. The rules here is that you could eliminate because it's a four corners elimination match. So... Once you get pinned or submitted, you're eliminated. Or if you're thrown over the top rope, you're eliminated. So it's kind of Royal Rumble rules here. It's almost like New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, Battle Royal rules where you can get eliminated over the top or you can get eliminated by pinfall or submission. Mm. So here we go. Austin thrown on double birds already, of course. Aaron's favorite taunt in wrestling, the fucking double bird. Yeah. Vader is getting fucked up here. Now, we talked earlier about how Vader's the odd man out here. It's like Austin, yes. Brett, yes. Taker, yes. Maybe Sid, maybe Shawn Michaels, if he was okay to wrestle. But Sid would make more sense. As much as we don't like Sid, he would make more sense in this match. Yeah, he would. Right? And then we have Vader. (laughs) Fucking Vader. I honestly thought he was going to be the first to go. You thought he was, and he took an absolute fucking pounding in this match. Like he, he was, got beat to shit, dude. He was, he was bleeding, but he was like, "Nah, I'm fucking continuing." Kept going, right? So showed some heart, but yeah, his left eye was just closed right up, and he was wearing the fucking crimson mask. Oh. So no Vince McMahon commentary on this show as well. None at all. No Vince McMahon at this show. Interesting. He's still heartbroken. He's about heartbroken about Shawn Michaels, Michaels being a pussy. Most obviously, pussy. but yeah, Vader's getting fucking battered in this match. Yeah, absolutely fucking destroyed. Just bloody all over the place. It's yeah, it's it's unreal. Fucking wrestling and chaos i think that is probably the same word there's no differentiation between the word wrestling and chaos because exactly identical you know what else is chaos what our child (laughs) (laughs) agreed vader as you thought who would be eliminated first he was not the first elimination. It was Stone Cold Steve Stone Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin. I did not expect that. Gets tossed out by Bret Hart. Because at first, he was my first pick. Yeah, you thought he was going to win it at yes. first. And then I switched it to Undertaker. Yep. Which he was the, you know... He was the, you know what? (laughs) I'm trying to do math in my brain, but I've had tequila. (laughs) Because it went, wasn't it Stone Stone Cold Cold went out? And then Vader went out. Yeah. And then Undertaker. Undertaker was the last one to go out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was trying to come up with. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Vader, of course, missed a top rope moonsault. And he also got superplexed by fucking Bret Hart. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Vader was going for the Vader bomb on Undertaker, but Undertaker got up, fucking low blowed him, and yeah. then he went out after that. He went over the top rope and he was done. <laughs> so yeah, Vader is try as you might, but yeah, a nice little punch in the balls and a toss out, and then it goes down to fucking Undertaker mm-hmm. and fucking Bret Hart. And I wanted Undertaker right. to win it so bad. Right. But the people wanted Undertaker to win it too. Yes. But just knowing everything that has already gone on yeah. with oh, Brett didn't get his shot or whatever at the title. So he was gonna be a fucking pussy and quit. Right. Right. And he's like, JK, I'm coming back. And then the whole thing with Shawn Michaels being like, oh, I'm I I'm a pussy, too. And I quit. It's like he lost a smile, dude. He lost his smile. He has to go looking um, for his smile. He lost. So it. like once that happened, I was like, no, it's going to be Brett mm. as much as I don't want it to be because I think he's a fucking pussy. It's gonna be him. Yeah. And there we go. I was right. You were right. Brett eliminates Taker off the Austin distraction with clothesline. Over yeah, that was rope. nuts. Austin comes Austin back comes up. back after getting eliminated and he's still fucking shit up. He's like, I don't care. Fucking try to stop me. Yeah. It's no disqualification. So by rights, honestly, the rules are there's no DQ. There's no holes barred. So he can do that if he wants to. Yeah. There's no rules against it in this match. And all the refs are like, fuck you. You're already eliminated. Well, it's like, guess what? It's no DQ. So I can come back and do whatever the fuck I want. Whatever the fuck he wants. Right? Exactly, and cost the Undertaker the match. I think Undertaker's very happy about oh, that one. Oh, Undertaker's gonna like fucking kill him. Yeah, it's not gonna be a good one. No, that's uh, it's a disaster waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. So Brett, the Hitman Hart, once again, four-time World Wrestling Federation champion for the fourth time, the fourth time, the fourth time, the fourth time. As World Wrestling We got it the first time you said the fourth time. Yeah, but he's won it four times, so you have to say it four times. You kind of said it like five times or six times. But I counted out four with my finger, so that's all that matters. Psycho Sid is also in here, and he has dibs on Brad the Headman Hart tomorrow night on Monday Night Raw. So that match that he didn't have for the world title was Shawn Michaels at Thursday Raw Thursday. Mm-hmm. He will have with Bret Hart, the new champion, the next night mm-hmm. on Raw in Nashville, mm-hmm. Tennessee. So thoughts on this event? Concerns? Comments? <laughs> Brett's a pussy. Yeah, we got that. It's light. Yeah. It's light. Did you like the final four match? Um, it was chaos. <laughs> chaos is good though. Chaos is fun. It it was interesting. Oh. Yeah. It was interesting. What's your grade? Uh, three point eight. Okay, not the highest, but not the lowest either. Mm-hmm. It's actually probably. Above average. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good with that. Because we got my tassel boots. <laughs> tassel boots in there. 
We, we got, didn't get a thong though. No thonginator. No we got thong. China though. Yeah, that was interesting. Love my China. Yeah. Final <laughs> four in the books. Nashville, Tennessee, raw on the next episode of Tree Hill Nashville, Wrestling. Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. That's where Monday Night Raw is. Oh. For our next episode. Episode Shat a Nugget. Shat a Nugget was this episode, but Nashville is the next episode. They will okay. be in Smashville, Tennessee. Okay. To see Monday Night Raw. Okay. I enjoyed that pay-per-view. I actually haven't watched that pay-per-view in a very long time. Mm-hmm. Can't even remember the last time I watched it. And it was okay. Had his, like any other pay-per-view, has his good moments, had his bad moments. But the main event scene, although very topsy-turvy right now with Shawn Michaels doing what he did and, you know, it's just going to keep going like this for a little bit. So, yeah. Buckle your fucking seat belts. But you can also buckle your fucking seat belts for One Tree Hill. Yes. That's right. One Tree Hill, episode 18, to wish impossible things. It's the Shawn Michaels, the showstopper, the most flamboyant, the most charismatic, the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels the sexy boy auction and Shawn Michaels is there and he's getting bid on oh my god it's the boy toy auction they're auctioning off the Tree Hill Ravens basketball team for charity yep you could see right like Whitey's smile in this episode yeah he was pretty happy he was so happy he was like having the night of his life it was great oh totally fucking Tim. Dim Tim. Dim Tim. Dim Tim. He's just kind of disgusting when he walks out. No one likes uh, him. No one likes him. He's just an idiot. This whole time, so Brooke is talking to Tim's stepmom because she had bid on a boy, but she only had credit cards. Yeah. And it's cash only. Yes. So Sherry's like, nah, sorry. Like, it goes to the next highest bidder. So this other bitch walks off with Brooke's boy. And Brooke's like, no, I need this boy. She got to hit the fucking ATM up real quick. So she's not out there to watch Dim Tim. You know, maybe lucky for her. (laughs) Yeah. Tim, they start the bidding off at $30. And then they progressively go down ten dollars each time whitey's like can i get 20 yeah can i get 10 and then fucking deb Deb fucking deb turns to her friend and says i guess i get some chores around the house that i need to get done Mm -hmm. and so she's like eight (laughs) dollars and gets tim for eight (laughs) dollars and he's stoked he's like oh i get to hook up with deb Yep. She's getting a divorce. She's single now. Damn, I got a chance. Yeah. Fucking double J, J A, <laughs> double K, E, double J, <laughs> Jagelski. That's double J, Jake Jagelski. Ain't he oh. great? Comes out next, and he is dressed as the Tree Hill Raven. <laughs> And did, his Come. song was 
perfect with <sighs> this because he's slowly stripping off the mascot costume. Yeah. Right? Like, and it's like the song was like, let me take off your clothes. And he's like slowly yeah. taking yeah. off everything. And he gets down to like, he's in just the body part with the jersey over top and he flashes but he's still wearing like the costume it was hilarious peyton wants to bet peyton wants to hang out with jake because they're kind of hitting it off yeah but there's a mystery bidder yeah we don't see who this bidder is she outbids peyton yes 100 bucks for double j mystery it is a mystery who this mystery woman is so now peyton's got this money that she didn't end up spending yeah which you know decent so Haley is like oh okay like whatever she wants to bid instead of bidding on nathan her boyfriend she can get him for free (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Um, she decides she needs to hang out with Lucas tonight. Yeah. So she's going to bid on him. So she's hanging out with Peyton. They're doing their thing. Lucas walks out so fucking awkwardly. He is the most awkward fucking taco here. Like hands like wrapped on his in sides. his shirt. Yeah, like at his sides. Not, on, not his sides. He was like this. <laughs> In his shirt. It was fucking hilarious. He looked like Finn Balor when he's getting a picture taken of him. Just like hands completely straight like this. And then in his pockets or in his shirt. Yeah, it was so awkward. It was so awkward. Awkward AF. He's like Rocky Maivia in the wrestling ring. There's fucking thirsty ass bitches. Oh, dude, the thirst is real with these girls, man. Oh, my God. These ladies, they're desperate housewives, and they need some fucking Lucas action here. Or girls that, you know, live in the town or go to the school and would, unless they're winning a bid to hang out with him, would never get to hang out with him. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. So... (laughs) It's it's just really funny to see that dynamic. And Haley does end up winning Lucas for the night. So she's stoked. Yeah. But she says he's not worth that much. He's not worth that much. Because he his was $115 it got up to with all these thirsty bitches bidding. And, you know, yeah. Haley's determined. She needs to hang out with her best friend tonight. Nathan also gets bid on. Oh, God. Nathan comes out and he's like wearing, you know, the outfit he wears over top of his. Yeah, like his walkout like track uniform over his basketball jersey. Yeah. And like over his shorts. And he walks out in this and then he starts fucking ripping his jacket open and he's got no shirt on and it's painted boy toy on his chest. Yeah. Funny thing, I listened to the podcast episode for this beforehand. Apparently, James was like, no, I'm not fucking doing this. He was like refusing. He did not want to do this whole stripping down thing. He thought it was stupid. He was 18 at the time. He was Hmm. pretty young. So he was not thrilled on this, but he did it anyways. He's a good sport. So too many girls are starting to bid on him and Haley's not really not thrilled <laughs> so she... Peyton says smells like sex in here yeah right. 
<laughs> so who ends up winning Nathan is fucking Peyton. Yes, because Haley gets her to bid what she has left that she was trying to spend on Jake. Yeah. And uh, Haley scrounges up an extra 20 out of her purse. Her emergency 20. That puts it up to a total of $112.50. Yes. And Brooke gets there a little bit too late, and Whitey lets her know that they are fresh out of flesh. I love that line so much. It's like Subway. Eat fresh or eat flesh. Ew. Yes. Fresh out of flesh. Fresh out of flesh. But Mouth is up next. No, he wasn't even up next. He got up there to clean up the cords because he was the DJ for the night. Yeah. He wasn't up there to be auctioned off. He's not a part yet of the he got Ra- up there. Ravens bos- basketball team. He runs ravenshoops.com, okay? He's basically part of the team, okay? He gets up there and then this he is their chick announcer. starts bidding. He is their announcer, okay? He's a part of the Tree Hill Ravens and the cheerleading team, too. <laughs> he is 100% a part of that. He walks up on stage and all of a sudden... These girls start bidding because they're like, you know, we'll take him. We need some we need some man in our lives. And Brooke's just like, well, Whitey's like kind of like, oh, this is unexpected. But OK, let's sure, see how high whatever. this goes. His was the highest bid of the night. Yep. 200 bucks. Brooke comes up. She's like, hold up. I got 200 bucks. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, fuck <laughs> of course brooke would win yep brooke wins 200 bucks for mouth everyone's kind of meeting up with their you know winners for the night uh you know it's it's so funny it's so funny fucking tim deb tells tim hey you need to get a change of clothes and meet me at my place. Things could get a little bit fucking dirty here, brother. Yeah. For what I've got planned for you, things could get a little dirty. Could. You might want to change of clothes. Yeah. You might need a shower after. <laughs> well, and Deb's like hot. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I think like out of all of the moms from the school, she's the hottest mom yeah probably yeah okay so we pan over to the cafe um karen is working and she's visited by larry and he invites her over for dinner yeah fucking dredger's got some moves here dad the dredger jose putting on the fucking stink try to get this fucking date going he's definitely interested in karen we can see this now oh totally yeah so now he's trying to slowly start to creep his way in onto Keith's apparent but bad luck territory. It's really funny, though, because she's hesitant. She is. And he's like, I'm not a serial killer, Karen. I promise. I'm not. A, I should have said that on our first date. I swear I'm not a serial killer. I swear. I mean, the jury's still on that one. It's very but, true. You know. Yes. <laughs> uh, but they're going on a date. Yeah. Uh, Brooke is trying to trade Mouth for someone else. She's offering up Mouth and an extra 50 yeah. to get a different boy. And Mouth's just kind of like, oh, whatever. No takers. Uh, 
This is also the time that, you know, Deb and Tim thing. We've already talked about that, so fuck it. Jake. Oh, his winner is revealed and it's fucking Nikki. Oh, shit, dude. He's fucking, yeah, he's pretty scathing here. He's cutting a fucking promo and he's cut a, he's going to cut a few promos on Nikki in this episode. Talking, calling her out about her fucking being a bad mom and, you know, all this shit. She doesn't know what formula Jenny takes. She doesn't know this, that. She doesn't know anything about her because she fucking abandoned them, walked out. And he was in love with her too. Ugh, she this chick's a bitch. Oh, she's terrible. And she just wants him to hear her out. But honestly, like if say it was like me and you, and I just fucking walked out on you with Flynn, just like fucking left. No, you'd be walking out without him. You'd just be walking out straight up. In yeah, this, no, same I know. Situation. Yeah. If I did the same thing that yeah, she did, yeah. you'd be like, literally, oh, go fuck yourself. Go your, die. Yeah, I would fucking go hate die. you forever. I would never take you back, ever. Yeah. And you'd never want me in yeah. Flynn's life. Yep, never. You don't abandon your child and then all of a sudden expect that, it's oh, okay. I've now changed my mind on how I feel. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if you need, like... Don't just abandon if you're kind of like having issues with something and you need a little space and time and just need to like be a little bit less of a presence, but still there. Have that conversation with your significant other. Yeah, exactly. Don't just leave. Yeah, just fucking peace for out. For eight months or however long he peace said it was. Peace out in the middle of the fucking night. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Not right. Yeah, that's fucked up. And I don't blame him for cutting these fucking scathing promos on her. No, not at all. Uh, Brooke wants to cancel her night. She's got this whole thing planned, and Mouth is not the guy she was hoping to do all these things with. Mouth's a little disappointed because, you know, they walk out to of the school or wherever they were, and there's a limo waiting. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this is cool. Like, this is really cool. And she's like, you know, this isn't going to work out. And he's like, it's okay. The car was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's and being positive she, about it. Yeah. But then she's like, wait, like, I feel bad because he's such a cute guy. Yeah. He's adorable. Mouth's so, so cute. And so she's like, fine, we can go and do one of the things we had planned. Yeah. Fair. Sure. At least do one. Give him some enjoyment. How's the Peyton and Nathan date doing? Oh, my gosh. Peyton, it's so funny because when they walk out of the school to go on their date, Peyton goes and, like, jumps on Nathan's back and Haley's, and she's like, she said some kind of little joke to Haley, and Haley's like, huh? Yeah. Huh. It's about <laughs> how she's had sex with them before or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... It was funny. And so they go and Nathan takes her to his new empty apartment that just has fucking plastic taped everywhere because the painters were there. Yeah. And she's like, you're going to kill me? (laughs) Yeah. Right. It looked like a murder scene. Literally looked like it was going to be a serial killer's house. Like, you know, I would see that for like fucking... I don't know. There's quite a list of serial killers that I could see doing that. Oh, yeah. I've listened to enough Bailey shit to know that. (laughs) Um, 
But, you know, they're, he's emancipated. She's proud of him for taking that step. To join the nation of emancipation. Oh, fuck off with this shit. Get your fist down. <laughs> You're grounded. <laughs> um, Haley and Lucas go up to the roof of the cafe. That's what they're doing on their date at the shitty mini golf course. It's so cute that they put that together. That's adorable. It's so nice. I would think it's so much fun. Sure. When they're kids, they did that. Sure. It's cute. Get over it. I'm a I'm a mini golf snob. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's probably a lot of fun. Apparently, one of their other things, too, other than mini golf on a roof, is... Water balloons. Yes. And filling some of these water balloons with milk. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a little fight. A water balloon fight? Water balloon fight on the roof. And apparently Bethany, when they were talking about this on the podcast, she said that it was so cold that night when they were trying to get this take. And... That same water balloon that threw that got thrown at her and burst on her shoulder was thrown at her like a hundred times and it wasn't breaking. Mm. And she was getting so upset because she just felt like she was getting like beaten up at this point. Yeah, she was totally. like had to take a cry break because she was like, This is so fucking stupid. And but they had a really fun time. Water balloon fight, milk balloon fight. And then we get this fucking sick ass water or water montage with Nathan and Peyton in the water and Haley and Lucas throwing water balloons at each other. Yeah. Deb is also cleaning her fucking bathtub, which has water in it. Oh, fucking. (laughs) So she had told Tim to just like walk in like doors unlocked, walk in. Important to note that the door is left unlocked. Yeah, he walked in and the door's unlocked. Okay. Okay. And he's like, Deb, where are you? And she's like, I'm in the bath. Yeah. And he's like, Ooh. Yeah, so he gets it's going down. So he gets in his fucking Speedo. He probably was already wearing it, let's be real. Yeah. Fucking zebra print Speedo. Mm -hmm. Zebra print, yeah. And he walks in and she's literally pulling a clump of hair out of the drain. So sexy. (laughs) So sexy. Gross. The epitome of sex right there. Just fucking unclogging a fucking stopped up drain. (laughs) Just. (laughs) And he's like. He's he's hoping she gets stuck in there. (laughs) Freaking out. And she's like, oh, shit. Did you notice that when she goes to stand up at this point, like to run after him, there was two candles, two round boob like candles. Really? Right where her boobs kind of were. Really? Like she was obviously wearing a top. Yeah, but I did not notice that at all. Yeah, they were talking about it on the podcast, too. It was really funny. That's funny. (laughs) I did not see that. So she runs after him and he's trying to find. He wants to put his pants back on. Yeah, he's trying to put his pants on. He's trying to find his shirt. And Deb's trying to help him 
yeah. find his clothes in this situation. She gets on her so knees. so awkward. She gets She's on, her, on knees. her knees trying to grab his shirt or whatever. <laughs> She's on her knees. And fucking Dan. So a few episodes ago, Deb had had the locks they changed. Lo- she changed the locks. And this was something that Sean was asking when we were watching this. Yeah. He's like, wait, how did Dan get in? They changed the locks. And yeah. it's like... The door was unlocked. It was unlocked. But it's interesting that he would come because he knows the locks are changed it's, and he can't get in. So knowing that, why would he try to get in? It's Dan. Yeah, He's going to try any way possible to get in that house. And if that door happens to be unlocked, he's going to take that chance. Mm, yeah, And he enough. did. And he did. And he, and he, he saw found. something that's, that's really going to be something the lawyers will enjoy hearing. Oh. But the only thing about this episode I didn't like, there wasn't enough Dan. There only was that one little scene with Dan in there. That was it. He says that one line about how my lawyers are going to love this. And he's gone. That's it for the episode for Dan. He has one line hmm. in the entire episode. Not fucking enough. Yeah. Not enough for me. I need more Paul Johansson in my life. He is the heart. He's the fucking motor of this show. He <laughs> keeps it running at fucking the Scott Body Shop. <sighs> Larry and Karen are having their dinner and talking about Keith and her. Yeah. She insists that Keith is just a good friend. And Larry's trying to say, like, you know, if there is something going on, I don't want to get in the way of that. So Larry starts showing Peyton's drawings to Karen. And he's like, it's pretty morbid, hey? And she's like, no, I think it's a lot of what we would have gone through when we were teenagers. And she's like, you know, I probably have very similar art in a time capsule that I made with friends or whatever back in the day that's Buried at the football stadium. Right in the middle of the football field. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let's do I it. got shovels. Let's yeah. do it. Let's go dig it up. Yeah. He's very like adventurous, like I love spur Larry. of the moment kind of guy. Love Larry. Yeah. This Larry. Yeah. Love this Larry. He's awesome. He's just fun. And that's the thing that I really love about him and kind of his relationship with Karen at this, like the start of this. They're having fun. They're being mischievous. Yeah. Karen never really got to do that when she was never younger did that. because she had her son so young. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, kind of time for them to be kids. Yeah. For her a to be bit. a kid again. Pretty much. I love it. Yeah, the the wedding's next episode. Uh, <laughs> Haley gets a tattoo, we find out, at the golf course. Haley, yes. Lucas, they were kind of trying to have a truce moment, and then it was like, psych, nope. And they're joking around, and Lucas kind of sees, like, pauses for a minute, and is looking down, and he's like, hey, let me, like, turn around, let me see that again. And he's like, he fucking branded you? Yeah. Like, he's pissed. He's like, no, this is not okay. And she's like... the fuck would he make you do that? He's like, She's like, no, he didn't make me do it. I just did it. I just went out a few days ago and did it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there. It was me alone. Yep. She's in love. She is. She uses the L word. She does. Yeah. 
Not to Nathan. No, not to Nathan, but she uses the L word for the first time about Nathan. She hasn't done this before. No. No, she's falling hard. Big time. Um, At the same time, too, Peyton and Nathan kind of were wrestling around in a pool, and now they're kind of flirting. Very flirtatious. And it's kind of like... Peyton reveals or says, like, you're the only guy I've slept with. Yeah. And Nathan's like, me and Haley haven't. Yeah. Things are just kind of getting a little bit awkward between the two of them. A little bit. Um, <laughs> Brooke takes mouth. To a strip club. To a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely the best scene of this episode where they're in the strip club. And, you know, Mouth is so excited to see scantily clad women everywhere. He's so innocent, but he's loving it. I guess he has a fake ID as well. How did he get into this fucking strip club? He's like 16 years old. (laughs) And he looks it too. Like, it's not like he even looks older. Lee Norris is one of the oldest, like, kid actors on the show other than Antoine. Um, or skills. And he looks like he's five years old. Yeah, he looks so <laughs> young. So but again, little. does he already have a fake ID or did Brooke like make an unexpected, oh, let me talk to my fake ID person and get you one real within quick. Like within like 10 minutes, minutes on the way to the fucking <laughs> strip club, apparently. Uh, or she's been there. Clearly, she's been there often enough. Yeah. Sure. Because, you know, she's running into guys that she's hooked up with and trying to hook up with them again, thinking that they're totally different people. Yeah, very true. And it's not. It's the same guys. So maybe, like, she's been there often enough that people recognize her and they're just like, yeah, whoever you're with, whatever, it's fine. Yeah, sure, get in. But then he gets a lap dance. Brooke buys a lap Brooke dance. Brooke buys him a lap dance. For both of them. They're yeah, both getting yeah, one side by side. One. Yeah. And he's getting one. And he's loving it, of course. And he says, the internet sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're talking about how, like, I've seen cool things like li- women on the internet. <laughs> and then he gets a real live lap dance. He's like, wow. This is way better. This is so much better <laughs> than the so fucking cute. internet. And I would have to agree. Um. He's trying to talk and ask questions about how their Lucas relationship the went with Lucas. Yeah. And Brooke's like, no, I'm not want to talk talking about, about him. Makes sense. I wouldn't want to talk about that either. Sure. Especially it's so fresh. Sure. She's still pissed. Oh, yeah. Fucking uh, Whitey dropping a little bit of wisdom on Keith telling him to basically seize the moment and just go tell Karen how you feel. Things have been very awkward since she's gotten back because he basically almost killed her son. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Pretty awkward. But, you know, Keith's kind of ready to take the hint. He's taking that a very certain way. And we don't really see that till later on at the end of the episode. But he's like taking this really to heart, this whitey wisdom. Yeah. That maybe shouldn't be taken the way that he's going to yeah, take it. Yeah, maybe not the best idea. 
Then we get back to Double J. Oh, Jake Jagelski. Fucking Nikki. It's fucking heel, not a heel promo, but a scathing fucking promo on Nikki here. Just going off. She says she's going to go buy some things for Jenny, help her out. And it's the wrong formula. Well, he challenges her. Yeah. He challenges her. He's like, hey, you want to prove you're such a good mother? Go and buy some things that you think that Jenny needs. Yeah. And she buys formula that's not the right formula because she was underweight or whatever. Um, But things that she couldn't even have because she's too young. Yeah. Um, Magazines. Pack of cigarettes. (laughs) 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 Fucking ice cream. Yeah. And he's just like, what is with you and your shit? Yeah. Like, fuck you. But also, in a way, like, one of the first things that he pulled out of the bag was a teddy bear. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I thought it was cute. Like, I thought she would love it. And he's like, all she can sleep with is a purple monkey. Yeah, purple monkey and a bubblegum tree. purple monkey and a bubblegum tree song. (laughs) Um, Any parent will know what I'm talking about that has that, you know, keyboard thing. Um, And so he kind of starts going off about that. And it's like, you know... I get it. I get she has a favorite toy, but how many stuffed toy animals that does Flynn have, like Tigger or whatever? And then like he loves his cat toy that we just got him from IKEA too. Like he's, you know, kids can like different toys. So in a way, yeah. I was kind of like, well, that's a little unreasonable when you talk about the bear because you know but everything else is just pure fucking abandonment. Not oh yeah, knowing totally. What totally. the fucking daughter likes? Double J, E double N Y Jagelski. That's double J Jenny Jagelski. Ain't she great? Mm, yeah. Now we're back at the football field, and they're fucking digging a goddamn hole in the middle of the fucking football (laughs) field oh it's so funny because larry's digging away and karen is doing a cheer routine but her like the cheer routine that they did when like she was it was a little uh, little sexual And but the, I think laughing. you're missing the fucking they're point having here. Beer. I think you're missing the fucking point here is that they're fucking digging up the football field. <laughs> Do you have any idea In one spot how fucking much work a groundskeeper puts into maintaining <laughs> a fucking football field? And they're no, just going to piss on this fucking guy just like they pissed on groundskeeper Willie at the fucking river court. What's this now they're going to do it to name? fucking groundskeeper John. <laughs> John Cena, you can't see him because you don't even ever see the groundskeepers, but they're there in Tree Hill and you can't see them. So this is groundskeeper John, as in John Cena. Fuck Karen, fuck Dredger, making more work for this poor groundskeeper. I'm fucking sick of it. You hate Paul Bear and Mankind? I hate everyone because they dig up the fucking field. Oh, dear God. Over it. You're so over it. But who walks up? They've so they've found no, this time capsule. They found the time capsule and they found some things in the time capsule. What was the first thing? Oh my god, they found a fucking t-shirt 
for a mm-hmm. Bon Jovi concert in the 80s on the Slippery When Wet tour. And fucking Larry says that the, he was at that show and the Scorpions opened for them, too. That was so funny. Oh, my God. That's pretty good. You lost your shit. Lost my shit. Fucking Slippery When Wet. That's Bon Jovi's so most you can famous tell album. Karen's taste in music at the time was a lot like Dredger's. Yes, Mm -hmm. they have some things in common. They do. But then, yes, as you were saying earlier, Keith and Whitey for some reason. first of all. Why does Whitey walk up? First of all, before they walk up, they find a picture. Yes. There's a picture and it's of Dan and Karen. And uh, Keith in the background. Keith was kind of in the background creeping, but... Karen had never noticed that before. They were kind of making fun of the hair in the picture. And he's like, you know, the there's Keith. Like, is that Keith in the background? And she's like, oh, I had never noticed that. And she's he says the boy in the background looks very much in love with the girl in the foreground. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then Whitey walks up and is like, what's going on? Yeah. And shines a light on Catching them in Larry the middle of the act Karen. again, fucking around, being kids. And they're giggling, and Keith walks up, too. And he yep. doesn't say a word. He just storms Sees off. what's going on and walks the fuck away. He's not happy. Yeah. It seemed like <sighs> Mouth had the time of his life. The greatest night of his life. Greatest night of his life. Yep. Finally, Brooke kind of talks about Lucas a little bit. She says, do you think he's a good guy? Yeah. And of course he's going to say he's the best guy. Because Mouse and Lucas are very close friends. Yeah. And, you know, he's just grateful that Brooke gave him that chance to, you know, he's nervous. He's like, I shouldn't have been out this late. And she's like, yeah, I live a little. Whatever. And he gets the midnight kiss from Brooke as well, too. He does. He wasn't expecting it at all. Just like Nathan gets the midnight kiss from Peyton that Lucas fucking sees through the yeah, window. Yeah, so Nathan and Peyton are drying off back at the apartment. Um, He admits, yeah, I probably was hitting on you in the pool like i feel bad and then peyton's telling him that she's proud of him for dealing with his parents and turning into the guy she knew that he could be Mm -hmm. so the rule for these dates is at midnight you have to kiss so rules are rules rules are meant to be broken we know this Lucas is going to drop Haley off and Haley says, oh, why don't you come up and say hi? And she realizes she forgot something in the car. So she needs to run back down. And she says, you know, it's this apartment number. You go ahead. I'll meet you there. Ask him if he's in love with me while you're at it. Yeah. And then he sees (laughs) through the window that he's kissing fucking Peyton. And he's like, oh, fuck. And then he goes back downstairs and she's like, oh, you get fine. No couldn't find it and he's like no no they weren't there they weren't there and she's like making a joke about Peyton's easy or something yeah (laughs) um so honestly a harmless midnight kiss oh yeah like it was just a little peck it wasn't anything that's the thing Haley and Lucas need to do the same thing yeah 
And I have a little bit of a thing with this. Okay. You'll notice it in the next episode. Okay. Okay. But Lucas and Haley also had to kiss. Yes. So he's not cluing into it at this point. Do you think he clues in that, you know, it's part of the rules? Maybe I shouldn't be so pissed off about Nathan yeah. and Peyton. Sure. Yeah, because he kisses Haley. Yeah. Yeah. She says, if your tongue comes anywhere near my mouth, I'm like, what was she saying? I'm going to kill you or something. Haley's funny and I love her so much because she just has these quick little. Yeah, she's fast. You know, quips. It's great. Okay. So all this time when Nikki and Jake were doing their shit, Jake took off. In his car without Nikki. He left her in this parking lot. So he's gone home. Nikki arrives at his house. Now we're in the wrap up. This wrap up, so much shit happens in Ugh. this wrap up. I could barely remember like all that happened. So like it was so long, but it really wasn't that long. It was probably like five minutes. If that. So Nikki is at the door and she wants to go and see Jenny. And Jake is like, no, you're not going to be in her life. And oh, I'll be in his fucking or I'll be in her life. Yeah. Don't you fucking worry whether without you or not. Yes. Yeah. So Nikki's kind of coming up with these little threats and it's like, oh, okay, well, obviously something's going to happen here. Yep. But that's I'm predicting a kidnapping. I told I said there's got to be a fucking kidnapping at some point in this show. And this could be one of them. That's a prediction right there. We'll We're have to see kidnapping. if this prediction is right. And it's a literal kidnapping, too, because she's napping a kid. <laughs> okay. Um, Karen arrives home with Larry, and he says he likes her and doesn't want to get in the way of her and Keith. And, you know, she she's, insists there's nothing going on. And she as said she liked them, too. Yeah. And they kiss. Yeah. Another midnight kiss. So they had come in through the kitchen door, right? There's three doors to the outside of this house. Lucas's door, kitchen door, front door. Front door. That's too many doors. Okay. So Larry leaves. The doorbell rings. Keith is there. Keith is at the door. <clears throat> Karen's like, oh, what's going on? And he's just like. He's got a fucking you know, ring, dude. Goes on about how we can't live without her. Proposes to her on the doorstep. How well do you think that goes over? Not well at all. This is just a straight up bad move by Keith. Because like you think you'd at least have to establish the relationship first. Yeah, they haven't even like. They haven't kissed. They haven't had sex. Well, no, they've kissed. Yeah, once. And they haven't had sex. They haven't done anything else. They're not even in a relationship. They've never expressed interest for each other at the same time together, and yet he's asking her to marry him. Yeah, seems to be jumping the gun a little bit. No, a little. That's a little fucked up. I mean, that's not exactly whitey wisdom he gave him there. No, no, that's some whitey unwisdom (laughs) right there. Well, and I mean, whitey probably didn't realize, obviously, when he was given this wisdom, what. 
it was, was going wisdom. on in Keith's It was unwisdom. That was the whitey unwisdom. Ugh, yeah. And then finally, Brooke. At the river court. And Lucas. Lucas is at the river court and Brooke walks up. And Brooke is crying. And he's like, what's going on? Like, you okay? And she's like, I've been keeping a secret. I can't keep it anymore. I think I'm pregnant. And fade to black. Oh, oh. what a fucking cliffhanger. So now I'm shit. So Nikki, this fucking Nikki shit, like what's going to happen there? She's going to kidnap Double J. Keith and Karen. But also Karen's going to be like, what the Karen fuck is wrong with, with Larry. you? Larry. Yeah. Karen's going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Keith? And now Brooke with Lucas. Yep. How badly do you want to go watch this next episode? Like. Well, I don't know. I just have a feeling that either Brooke doesn't keep the kid or she's not actually pregnant or who knows, gets an abortion. I don't even know. Don't know. I have to wait and see. I have no idea. But I honestly don't think she goes full term and has the kid. I don't feel she does. She's too young. See? I can't. (sighs) Fucking cliffhangers, brother. You already have a prediction for what's going to happen with Nikki. Yeah, she's going to kidnap fucking Jenny. I don't know where it goes after that, but I think she's going to kidnap Jenny. Okay. I could see that. Do you think Karen chooses Keith or Larry? Or no one? Could be no one, honestly. I don't know. Because she's been so nervous to date. Yeah. You know, with having Lucas. She hasn't she, dated anyone. She could choose Keith down the line, but I, it's not going to be anytime soon, I don't think. Do you think she'll choose Larry? I think they have fun together. I think they have fun together, but I don't know about a full-on relationship, though. I think she might just be single and just be just Karen. Just Karen. Because she doesn't Karen about it. She just wants to be by herself. <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> That's all I got for that. Ugh. Love it. Great episode, though. Uh, you love it. You really uh, liked this it episode. Was, it was good, I must say. I gave it a $4 sign, 4.33. Pretty high marks. He was saying yesterday, even. Like, we watched this episode almost probably five days ago. Mm, something like that. Because you've been there. working, whatever. Um, but he was saying even yesterday that he was still thinking about this episode. Mm-hmm. It was a great episode, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. They did a really good job with it. It was fun. And, and you finally get to use the Shawn Michaels music because we finally had the boy toy auction with the sexy boy. You know? Yeah. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. Oh my God. I got the looks. You know, that drives the girls wild. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what fucking boy toy convention just fucking did. Boy toy convention? It's a convention it's of boy auction. toys. It's a convention of boy toys. There's, that's there's weird, so many boy though. toys there. That's there it's so, a convention of them. I get it's for charity, but auctioning, like if it was auctioning the other way. Men. Yeah, auctioning off women and if, men are bidding on the women. Dude, if it was that's the other such way around, that standard. is like not okay at all. All Such there would be like standard. riots. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine that. <clears throat> Fucking double standard. But what are you gonna do, right? Insanity. That's just the way it is. But you can auction off boys, no problem. I mean, I'm into it. <laughs> sure. 
I'd buy me some tassel boots. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd buy me some probably Marlena or Sunny. Sunny <laughs> at the time. She was pretty roll tied back then. Mm. Not anymore, brother. <laughs> this is this week's episode of Tree Hill Wrestling Federation Podcast signing off. Another longer episode with these pay-per-views. There's a lot going on, and there's so much drama on both shows here. Yeah, One Tree Hill. There's a lot going on. on. See? You think there's a lot going on in wrestling? There's a lot going on in Tree Hill. When we have the slower, like, episodes where there's not that much going on, it is shorter episodes. Like, we've we've had some where it feels like we go through the wrestling part or there's Tree Hill part within, like, 10 minutes, it feels like. Yeah. But, yeah. There we are. So episode 19 next week, we get the fallout from this Brooke being pregnant shit and the Monday Night Raw after Final Four Mm -hmm. with the world title match, Bret Hart versus Stupid Psycho Sid. Ick. Appreciate all the listeners, all the followers. Make sure you hit us up on the Insta and TikTok at treehillwf.podcast and on all streaming sites you can listen in like... Deezer. What? iHeartRadio. What? Spotify. What? Apple Podcasts. What? Google Podcasts. What? Amazon Podcasts. What? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) Yes, go and follow us on wherever you get your podcasts. Um, You can even give us ratings, too. Mm -hmm. Especially Apple Cop... Apple Copcast. (laughs) Apple Podcasts. We've all... We've had how many five star ratings? We've had four already. Four five star reviews. All right, that's great. Excellent. I love it. I love it. It's great. We love you all. We appreciate the love, and we love love. And until next week, I bid you. Uh, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Rewind. What, what do you do? I bid you adieu. And I say bye, bitch. She said that we needed to change it this time. I don't agree for next episode. I think I'm I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. The drives are cool. While I've got the mood. That really move them. I said chill. Up and down their spine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. 